0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It's me, your host, Nathan French. It's going to be an incredible show today. I'm excited about it. We're going to hang out, spend some time together. Let me ask you a question. How do you treat strangers? That's right. How do you talk to somebody that you do not know? Maybe you're walking through the grocery store and somebody passes you on aisle five, do you smile at them do you talk to them is it stranger danger do you frown at them what does that look like and even more important of a question how does god expect us to treat strangers well today you tuned into the right podcast because we're going to talk about it how do you treat strangers you've tuned into the right show Let's have a noteworthy conversation. It's going to be a great time. Stick around to the end of the episode. are going to be answering some of your questions that you have submitted. It's going to be a great podcast today. Let's do this. So I really hope that you guys are enjoying this new segment to the show. This is only the second time we've done it. And I really hope you are enjoying it. But I got to tell you, I am really enjoying it. I am loving that you guys are submitting questions. Welcome to Noteworthy's rapid-fire Instagram question-and-answer segment of the show. I'm still working on a better title, but for now... We're going to stick with rapid fire Instagram questions. And so what's happening is um, I'm about to answer a couple of questions that you amazing listeners have submitted on Instagram. So to be a part of this in the future, you have to go to at podcast noteworthy, follow the page. And once a week, I will be sharing on the Insta stories a way for you to submit your questions. And you can ask me whatever you want. It can be a spiritual question can be a personal question, Uh, it can be a funny question, a serious question, whatever you want. It's rapid fire. Whatever you guys want to know, I'm going to take, you know, three to four minutes in the show, and I'm going to answer them for the next couple of weeks. So I've got my phone right here. I've got my Instagram story pulled up. Let's dive in, shall we? I have a great question here. Uh, And I'm going to keep your names anonymous unless you tell me on Instagram that you want me to mention your name because I want people to be able to uh, retain anonymity here if you don't want everybody to know that it's you. It's a great question. It says, what advice do you have for a young person struggling with extreme loneliness? That is an awesome question. Thank you so much for submitting that to the podcast. Um, There's two things I I would steer you in the right direction here for a moment just to help shift your mindset. There's two things I would mention. First of all, I would strongly recommend that you dive into daily prayer because what daily prayer lets you know is that you are never alone. That God is always with you. There's never a time where you are completely alone. However, I know that this question is more into practical application, and we, of course, uh, have a desire and a need for fellowship uh, with the body of Christ. And so on a more practical note, I would advise you to get plugged in to your church And get plugged in to your school If you work a job Get plugged in at your job And become available to do whatever is needed Within your church And what's going to happen is You're going to start building relationships with people And when we go back to that first principle of prayer life That prayer life is going to help you become What you need to be for other people And that is going to help you cultivate and build relationships in your life. Loneliness is a real thing. And I believe that it's the will of God that we have fellowship with one another. Thank you for submitting that question. And I believe that God is going to help you with that. One more question uh, that I'm going to answer today. What is your secret to a successful 20s? So I'm assuming that means... If you're in your 20s, what is your secret to being successful? Well, (laughs) I uh, just turned 30, so I'm just barely out of my 20s. But I can say that God blessed me so, so, so much in between 20 and 30. I mean, God completely blew my mind, and he continues to do so every day. Uh, I think that the key to being successful, uh, the first thing you have to do is define success. So I want to be successful in the eyes of God. And so if the kingdom of God and the eyes of God views me as successful, then I have to learn what that means. So to be successful, I think, is to love God and love people. And that every goal that you set can be a successful goal if it is as unto the Lord. Commit everything that you do to Him. On a more practical note, I would say that I think it's good to be a goal setter. It's good to challenge yourself, to push yourself past your comfort zone. And when you do that, you're going to start stepping into a new dimension when you challenge yourself and you're going to see that you serve a great big God so he can answer great big prayers. So you don't have to pray small prayers. God is great and he can blow your mind. Be a goal setter, Um, you know, set daily goals, set weekly goals, set attainable goals, and then you start seeing crazy things happen in your life. Guys, this has been rapid-fire Instagram questions. There's many more questions that I'm going to get to next week. Be sure to submit them because we want to answer them on the show. Let's get back to the main topic today. Hebrews 13:1 1-3 says, Let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers. For thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Remember them that are in bonds, as bound with them, and them which suffer adversity, as being yourselves also in the body." How do you treat strangers? Some time ago, a small East Coast community was struggling financially and so they called an open-town meeting to discuss the problem. A couple dozen people were there, including a stranger that no one seemed to know. Most assumed he was a tourist who had just dropped in on the meeting. He started to make a comment when various ideas were offered, but he was interrupted. So he just kept quiet for the rest of the meeting and ended up leaving early. Just as the stranger left... A late arriving resident came in and asked with excitement, What was he doing here? Is he going to help us? The other said, Who are you talking about? Who was that man? The latecomer replied, You mean you don't know? That was John D. Rockefeller. His yacht is in our harbor. Didn't you get his help? Now, John D. Rockefeller happened to be one of the richest men in the world at that time. So someone cried out in despair. No, we didn't get his help because we didn't know who he was. How many times do we miss out because we panic in our uncertainty of who someone is? How do you treat people That you don't know. Well, I would go as far to say that you are missing out on a lot of amazing testimonies and blessings if you are unwilling to talk to strangers and treat strangers with kindness. So consider this with me for a moment. We were taught from a very young age, do not talk to strangers right? And that works for kids, and it's important because it's a crazy world. You know, I have a uh, three-year-old and a one-year-old. They're really almost four and two now. I'm just in denial, but uh, Judah and Ezra, you better believe I, I teach them that they need to be careful. You know, if I see some stranger talking to my three-year-old, I'm obviously going to be very close and attentive right? And we should be that way. And and it's funny because I feel like m- my kids, right, Rachel and I's two boys are the opposite ends of the spectrum. You've got uh, Judah, which he's a little standoffish. You have to earn his trust. So when he meets you, you will probably feel like a stranger to him at first. You have to earn his trust. But then you've got Ezra, who he does not meet a stranger. Everybody is instantly his friend. And so we have to watch him because he will go up to strangers and say, Hi, how are you? Are you okay? And he'll start to talk to them. And and we all have different personalities. Um, Ezra's a little bit more like me. Judah is a little more like his Mother Rachel, she's a little more standoffish until she gets to know you. Uh, I'm an introvert, however, I am very trusting. It's not hard for me to trust someone, almost to a fault. <laughs> I mean, I'll fall for almost anything. It's it's hilarious, but but here's the thing: we're taught this as children that we have to be careful around strangers. And a lot of times we transfer this to our adult lives as Christians. Stranger danger, right? And here's the sad thing is when we see it start to happen in our churches where visitors walk in, first-time visitors, and nobody's talking to them. Nobody's greeting them. Why? Well, I didn't know who, who they were. We are missing out as the body of Christ, and we are not doing our job as the church. If people are walking into our buildings and we are too timid and afraid to talk to them, it is impossible to reach the world if we are unwilling to reach for strangers. What is a stranger? It's, by definition, it's a person whom one does not know or with whom one is not familiar. Because of this unknown status, a stranger may be perceived as a threat until their identity and character can be ascertained. So we're taught that being unknown is the same thing as being threatening. It's the same reason why people are afraid of the ocean because there's so much underneath them that is unknown and they cannot see. And some of us treat people like fear of the ocean. There's so much unknown about them. It's almost as if we just assume they are a threat to us and our human nature is to be threatened by what we don't know. However, to be Christians... We need to be willing to reach for people that we don't know very well. Of course, our goal is that they don't stay a stranger and that you do get to know them and you learn about their lives and you learn about their past. You learn about uh, what they want to be in the future. But meeting a stranger and not reaching for them, not communicating with them, can be dangerous Stranger danger is very real as a kid, but as an adult, you can miss out on a lot of blessings and it can be dangerous when you are unwilling to reach for people that you do not know, especially in the church. Everybody's going to be a stranger at some point. Everybody was a first time visitor at some point. What if nobody had reached for you? What if nobody had spoken to you when you went to church? Or maybe to this day, you're dealing with hurt because the first time you went to church, not a single person spoke to you. And you're hurt, but you're doing the same thing every time you go to church. You're not speaking to anybody else. You're transmitting the same hurt that affected you when you were younger and made it difficult for you. I have this rule in my youth class for people that are involved and plugged in for students that have been apart for a long time. And that is that I will let them know, be sure that when we have people come into this youth class, that you are speaking to them. Make sure you're asking them about their day. Ask them about their life. Ask them about how school is going. Now, I have a smaller youth group, meaning that We usually have anywhere between 20 and 40 people, and so it is possible for me to do this. I'm not saying every youth pastor can do this, but I have a rule that I do not start teaching class until I have spoken to every student that has walked into the class so far, because I feel like if I can relate to them and communicate with them, that I can help them that they'll be able to hear what I have to say when I teach that day because I took time to listen to what they had to say. You know, I've always been fascinated by Hebrews 13 when it says, let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers. But here's the crazy part. It says, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Now, you take that however you want, but I believe in angels. I do. I mean, I, and I, it's almost like the Bible's telling us that they're like the secret shoppers from heaven, right? It's like those secret shoppers that, that go shopping in your store, and they've been hired by a company to see how your service is, and then they report back. It's almost like God is saying, I know you're thinking, wow, Nathan is the most simplistic thinker of all time. It is what it is, okay? But it's almost like God is saying, uh, my angels are going to report back to me and let me know how you treated them. And they were just a stranger to you. You didn't even know who they were. I believe that. I do. I believe that I have met angels. I believe in angelic presence. I believe that God uses Angels, I believe that this scripture is speaking to us directly, that we need to be careful how we treat strangers, because God is watching us. And I know, you know, I mean, you're walking downtown, a homeless person stops you and says, do you have any money? Okay, Now, you can say what you want. They're just going to go buy drugs. They're just going to go buy alcohol. They're just going to go buy cigarettes. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. The point is we need to do what we can to help people. So if I give somebody a $20 bill that's homeless and looks like he hasn't eaten in five days, and you judge that, you might need to check your spirit and say, am I being like Christ? Do I only treat people good because of what's in it for me? What I get out of it? Or can I love somebody with nothing in return? Can I just be like Jesus because that's who he's called me to be and that's the kind of life I want to live? We were in Florida a couple weeks ago, and we had a great time. We went to SeaWorld, and uh, it w- it was a blast. Rachel and I, the boys, we got to unplug for a couple days. It was so fun, and I got to go deep sea fishing with my brothers, Ryan and Jonathan, and uh, my nephew, Talmage. And we just had a great time. We caught, I actually caught a hammerhead shark, which was a really cool experience. Uh, There's a picture on my Instagram page if you need proof of that. (laughs) But man, we just had, we had such a good time. And the the captain of the boat, uh, believe it or not, his last name was Drown. Yeah, Captain Drown. Take it or leave it. It's a true story. Um, His son's name was Vlad. And um, as we were talking to Vlad, we started seeing that there was just a real hunger for God with this man and his son. And here we are, you know, in Florida, out on the ocean, fishing between two carnival cruise ships, actually. And we're having a Bible study on Jesus' name baptism now i i'm i'm not telling you this story to get any any glory out of that I, what i'm saying is we have to be the hands and feet of jesus wherever we're at is vlad going to come to my church and pay tithes probably not can you can you follow me today i'm really trying to reach for somebody i'm trying to help somebody Is Vlad going to come to my church and be our new drummer or keyboard player and bless me? The odds are probably not. We have to be willing to reach for strangers because that's who God has called us to be. God has called us to love people, not manipulate people so that we can get something good in return. No, I'm talking about being real Christians. How do you treat strangers? Here's another story. And I know I'm just being real transparent on the show today. I hope that's okay. But Rachel, all right, my amazing, incredible, beautiful wife, right? She's on the phone trying to book a cabin for our AIM Youth summer retreat to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And I hear her on the phone with this lady trying to figure out something because we thought we were going to lose our deposit, which was a frustrating thing because we were having to change cabins. And uh, I'm just going to sing Rachel's praises for a moment here. She probably won't even hear this, but maybe she will. But, um, you know, she could have got frustrated with that stranger on the phone and said, you know what, I'm never going to see this person. I don't even know what they look like, and I want my money back, so I'm just going to mistreat this person. She could have done that, but she didn't do that, and she doesn't do that. We have to treat people with kindness, and get this, because she treated a stranger with kindness, that lady on the other line said, are you a Christian? She said, yes, I am. She said, are you a church group? She said, yes, it's our church group coming. We have 35 students that are going to be staying in this cabin having church. And the lady said, that really blesses me. And you know what? I want to give you a full refund on this cabin. You're not going to lose a dime. And God gave us favor. But I don't think God will give people favor that aren't willing to treat strangers with kindness because they think they'll never see them again or they think nobody will know we have to be a christian everywhere we go shout out to my bro frankie taylor because i'm going to tell a quick story about him we're going to be in the studio with him next week actually little spoiler alert you heard it here on the podcast But Frankie Taylor is one of my closest friends in the world. Two years ago, we were strangers. I didn't know him. He didn't know me. We were both asked to sing at NAYC 19. And now, he's one of my closest friends on the planet. Here's the point of that story. We're recording together. Our ministries are tied together. We get a lot of incredible opportunities together. We write songs together. But here's the point of that story. Somebody you don't even know yet may be your best friend one day. My goodness. Somebody needs to hear me right now. You are missing out when you are unwilling to connect with people that you do not know. Because somebody that you don't even know yet may be your best friend one day. They may invest into you one day. They may be a blessing to your life one day, but you will never know if you are unwilling to treat strangers with love and kindness. In Acts 8, Philip won a stranger to the Lord. We know the story where uh, he goes up to the Ethiopian man and, and he says do you understand the scripture that you're reading and and he ends up baptizing that man he didn't have anything to gain out of that now it ends up that this was a, a wealthy person this was a prominent person it says in, in Acts 8 so he arose and went and behold a man of Ethiopia a eunuch of great authority under Candace the queen of the Ethiopians who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Israel to worship. Okay, here's what I'm trying to tell you. Philip didn't know he was speaking to a prominent person. He just saw somebody there that needed Jesus. And he says, how can I, uh, how can I understand this writing unless somebody guides me? And Philip ends up baptizing him. In the name of Jesus Christ. A stranger came up to me when I was in California and put money in my hand and said, I want you to use this to record the song that you just sang. And I get emotional just thinking about this, guys. You miss out on blessings when you are not Christ like but to be Christ-like and reach for people just because Jesus loves them. You don't have to have another reason. Jesus cares about them, and so you care too. That's the will of God. That's how God expects us to treat strangers, with love, with kindness, with dignity, and with respect. You never know what somebody is going through. You never know what somebody is dealing with. You may be the only exposure to Jesus Christ that they've ever experienced in their life. How do you treat strangers? Well, I would recommend that you treat them well. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you so much for this opportunity to connect with these amazing listeners on the podcast. God, I pray that you've challenged us today. I know that you've challenged me. I know that I feel convicted and I feel challenged. Lord, would you help every listener to be everything you've called them to be? Would you help them to treat strangers with love and kindness? Would you help them to build relationships, to build bridges rather than burn them? Help us, Lord, to reach, Lord, for those that feel hopeless those that feel like they'll always be lost, we know that you have not given up on them. And so we refuse to give up on them as well. We ask all these things in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for loving us when we were unlovable. Thank you for reaching us. We were just strangers outside of the land of promise. You reached for us and you pulled us close to you so that we could know who you are. We give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, I love you so much. It's been a privilege and an honor to be a part of your day today. I'm excited about the rest of this year. I'm excited about future episodes that are coming. This is just an absolute last, and I'm privileged and honored to get to be a part of your day today. We love you. We look forward to seeing you next week on the Noteworthy Podcast. Stay good, and remember, make sure you treat a stranger with kindness. After all, you never know. You might be entertaining angels unaware. We'll see you next time.